Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome! Zaslo Show 2.0. It is a Friday. The 25th of August, good to have you aboard, presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, if you're dealing with a personal injury, slip and fall, hit and run, motorcycle, boating, first you call 911, then you call Anna Jar and Levine where they're going to take care of you. They're going to treat you like family, just like they treated me like family. Immediately jumping on board Zaslo Show 2.0 as the presenting sponsor of everything Zaslo Show 2.0. And that, of course, includes It's Still Real to Me, our wrestling podcast, which we will drop tomorrow. Uh, obviously, I, I think if you're a pro wrestling fan, you know what tomorrow's show is going to be based on. But that's we'll get to that in a moment here. Nonetheless... Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Good to have you here with us. It is a Friday. We did it, everybody. We made it to the end of the week. We're glad to have you finishing your week with us here. 
We got preseason week three. Got going last night. We got a couple more games today. We got the Dolphins tomorrow. Also, you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 now. When you wrap up Zaslow Show 2.0, you flip on over to ESPN Radio. I'm filling in today, Canty and Carlin, once again on ESPN Radio. So, National dr- Afternoon Drive Time, ESPN Radio Channel 80 on Sirius XM, or wherever you're listening from, local affiliate, if they have ESPN Radio, you can listen there as well. Obviously, the ESPN app. So, wherever you are between the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Radio, you'll be able to hear me this afternoon. I filled in for Canty and Carlin Monday and Tuesday, so we're doing it again today from 3 to 7 p.m. And then tomorrow night and Sunday late afternoon, we're hosting uh, ESPN Radio Primetime, just like we did last weekend. So we did four days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday on ESPN Radio, and we're doing three straight days again, beginning with this afternoon, Friday, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. So hopefully you listen starting today, 3 to 7 p.m., Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. So we got Dolphin stuff to get to. Jonathan Taylor, what's going on there? See, it seems where there's smoke, there's fire there. I'm surprised. And I'm watching on my television right now on first take. Where is the best fit for Jonathan Taylor? You got Ryan Clark. He says the Dolphins. Yes, we will get to Ryan Clark coming up in a moment here. So we got a lot of fun stuff to get to in regards to the Dolphins. Uh, what's going on with Ryan Clark and, and, and Tua Tonga-Vailoa? And obviously what's going on with Jonathan Taylor. Now, we got heat stuff to get to as well. Not just about Damian Lillard. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he has said yesterday he does not plan on signing an extension with the Milwaukee Bucks unless. So we'll get to that as well on today's show. So, I do want to start though, to and obviously, hey, it's Friday. You know how we roll on Fridays. We got to tell you if it's a big game or not a big game. We got to tell you if it's a big movie or not a big movie. We got it, and, and obviously, you, we always do big deal, not a big deal. I don't need to tell you that. But big game or not a big game, big movie or not a big movie, and, and this is a good big game or not a big game today because we get to mix in some of the college football. That's right. I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts, but you know, tomorrow you got Notre Dame and Navy. They're playing in Dublin, Ireland. That may show up on big deal or not a big deal, a big game, not a big game. I don't know. I'm not, not going to ruin it for you, but unfortunately. We're going to start the show today with some sad news. So, you know how these things come in threes. We hope that's not going to wind up being the case. A couple days ago, and I told you this, yesterday we had Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins on the show. He's also the owner and promoter of the National Wrestling Alliance, which is the most storied wrestling promotion in pro wrestling history. They have NWA 75 this weekend on Fight TV. And... I mentioned on yet. So if you didn't listen to Billy Corgan, we talked plenty of pumpkins and music with him too. Go back yesterday's episode, Zaslow Show 2.0. One of the one of the more exciting guests I've ever ever had on the show talking to Billy Corgan. I'm such a huge music fan, so that was so cool getting to spend some time with him and and, and you know do do some video uh, interviewing via video too. Like really really cool. So go back and listen to that. But I mentioned yesterday. Uh, the timing didn't work out because when I spoke to him, we hadn't learned that Terry Funk had passed away. Former NWA champion, WWE Hall of Famer, all-time great pro wrestler, Terry Funk. And so he passed away a few days ago. And then, and now look, Terry Funk was a 79-year-old man. Accomplished a hell of a lot in pro wrestling. That's one of those where, yeah, it's sad news that he passed away. And you'll get, you know, the 10-bell salute at the start of WWE SmackDown tonight for Terry Funk. I'm, I'm certain of it. But 79 years old, incredible life. That's one of those where you, you mourn the loss, but you celebrate the life. And then yesterday, which is going to end up being one of the, not end up being, it is, it's one of the all-time great tragedies in, in, in the history of the world of pro wrestling. At 36 years old. Bray Wyatt passes away, and just a shocker, one of the most influential, polarizing, not not because he did anything bad or anything like that, but he was so different 
and so creative. And also you're learning now so, so loved behind the scenes where you, you really like when someone passes away, you can tell, you know, when it's authentic, the way people talk about them and the way that so many in the pro wrestling world have been talking about Bray Wyatt for the last almost 24 hours now, <coughs> excuse me, about the love they have for him and and the type of person that he was. He leaves behind a wife, I think two little kids, 36 years old. That's six years younger than me. We'll get to the cause of death in a second. But such a tragic loss yesterday that has just rocked the world of wrestling. He had been off television for the past few months. And you didn't know why. And then word started to get out that he's dealing with an illness. Okay, that's strange, but all right, very good. At least, you know, it's nothing, uh, you know, at least it wasn't fire or anything like that, I guess, you know. So he'd been dealing with an illness. And and then word started to get around as well, where it seems like, you know, maybe he's close to getting cleared for an in-ring return. And, and then we find out yesterday. Because he disappeared off television out of nowhere, like a few weeks before WrestleMania. So we're talking about five months since anyone has seen him. And then you find out, all right, there's some type of illness going on there. That sucks. And hopefully it's not too serious. And so we find out yesterday, Triple H put it out, that he had just gotten a call from Bray Wyatt, real name Wyndham Rotunda, from his father, Mike Rotunda, who, of course, if you're my age, you may remember back in the 90s played Erwin R. Scheister, otherwise known as IRS. And and he called... He called Triple H and told him, and, you know, this isn't one of those rumors where it's a hoax, fake death. Triple H put out the tweet himself. <clears throat> so, you know it's real. And just just a really sad, a massive shocker. And the first thing that I'm thinking about, like I said, so different and, and so, like, really incredibly creative and super polarizing. And... And then the first thing that I start to think about is, please, please don't let it be suicide, you know? And, and and this is the type of guy, very, very sensitive guy, very in touch with his feelings, very emotional guy. You've seen that. He wears that. And, and you just, you really hope that there wasn't something behind that where he took his own life. That's one of the first things I think about, you know? God, I, I, God, I hope he didn't, I hope it wasn't suicide. And... We learned today that it was not suicide. There are reports out now that they have gotten clear that the family wants it to be wants some wants a little bit of clarification out there as to what happened. And so I guess, you know, maybe so people don't think the worst like I did that that God forbid somebody takes their own life. That is not the case. He had COVID earlier in the year. You believe it? This motherfucking COVID. He had COVID earlier in the year, and apparently he has dealt with heart uh, issues. You know, maybe it's something hereditary. I, I have a heart condition, which is is benign now, called Wolf Parkinson White. I didn't even know that I had it until a few years ago, but I was born with that. So maybe he, he was born with some type of heart condition, an irregularity, and, and the COVID, I guess over the last few months, he's been dealing with a heart issue because of the effects that COVID had on him. And yesterday, he had a heart attack and he died. Just, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't what I first thought that it could have been. But then, you know, we're, we're dealing with this fucking COVID again, you know. And, and, and for, for people to still, you know, be dying as a result of what COVID has done to them. What what a fucking tragedy. It's it's so it's so upsetting and disappointing. And yeah, so so tonight from what I'm understand and I'm sure everyone is so shook. It's been a while since uh a pro wrestler, at least a few years, and that was Brody Lee for AEW, 
who used to run with Bray Wyatt in WWE. It's been it's been a little while since a pro wrestler who is currently in action died. And and it shakes up the wrestling world, man. And you know I love wrestling. I love these guys. They're the greatest athletes in the world. And 36 years old to lose this guy, it's it's so it's so upsetting. It's really it's really dis- it, not disappointing. It's just it's it's fucking terrible. And I would imagine tonight SmackDown will will be one of those shows where they just dedicate like just the whole show is dedicated essentially no storylines just dedicated to Bray Wyatt let's let's just have awesome matches you know they've done that in the past I think they did that for Eddie Guerrero where let's just have awesome matches no stories just go out there good clean matches no interference no cheating let's just let's just put on a good show in his name and I imagine that's what you're going to get tonight on Fox on WWE Smackdown. So, really a, a, a tragic loss in the world of pro wrestling. Really, really, yeah. Really sad. Really sad. So, and, and I, you know, I told my kids yesterday, and I, I called them over, and I showed them the phone, and it says, you know, RIP Bray Wyatt, 1987, 2023. And they're like, what? Yeah. Sucks, man. So, wish you didn't have. I, I wish I didn't have to start the show with that. But obviously, if you if you listen to Zaslow Show 2.0, you know how big a deal wrestling is. And you know, I'll talk to my pal Joey beforehand. But my guess is that a a great majority of the show that we do tomorrow, it's still real to me. I think we'll probably do uh, we'll do it on Bray Wyatt. And and gotta mix in Terry Funk. Like, how about that? So tonight, that you know, WWE, we you gotta honor both of them, you know. But like I said, with Terry Funk, seventy nine years old, accomplished everything that you want to, you know, lived such a lived a not you know seventy nine. You liked a little, little bit longer than seventy nine, probably, but lived a good full life. And Bray Wyatt, less than half that life that Terry in length that Terry Funk lived. So. Uh, I feel bad for, obviously, the family. I don't know the family, but I feel bad for the entire wrestling community, uh, wrestling fan community. I know a lot of you guys listen to the show, and I appreciate you. And uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's show, to seeing how they honor him, how WWE honors Bray Wyatt. All right, let's try and get back on track here. As that that's it's the way we had, it's the way you don't want to start the show, but it's the way we had to start the show today. All right, so... Let's get to the Dolphins here. We got stuff going on with the Dolphins. Yes, the Dolphins are playing their final preseason game tomorrow. Is that going to be a big game or not a big game? I'm not going to spoil it for you. I don't I don't know. We'll see. I think we expect Tua to play. And you see, like, like last night, Anthony Richardson played for Indianapolis. It's... And what I'm saying is, you're seeing, you're seeing starters play in these third preseason games the way that they used to play in the third preseason game when you had four, but now kind of everyone has their own rules since there are only three preseason games. So it looks like Tua's probably going to play a little bit tomorrow after playing what well, was really just one series last week, one series and the one play that opened the game before that. But we got a couple things here for the Dolphins, and I'm, I'm going to start with news that's been going on really over the last three days here, all right? First, though, it's still summertime, and I want to make sure you guys, if you're thinking about getting a new ride, if you're looking for a new car, the only place I send you is the only car dealership I personally endorse. I'm telling you about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're talking the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market, from the Outback to the Crosstrek, Forester, Ascent, WRX. Whether you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the family or... You're just looking for a reliable Subaru sedan for your daily commute to and from work. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. Get sizzling summer savings still going on at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. New Subaru models are starting at just $249 a month. Save up to $1,500 off MSRP on select new Subaru models in stock. Plus, 
Receive up to $750 in trade-in assistance. Go to nflsubaru.com. You can shop right now from wherever you're at. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. It's the building you know and the place to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So, a few, three days ago it was, right? Three days ago or, or two days ago, whatever it was. On an, I think it was on NFL Countdown. One of the shows on ESPN, you got Ryan Clark and Dan Orlovsky and Marcus Spears, but really Ryan Clark. And Ryan Clark is busted on Tua. The, the national media loves talking about Tua. I like it from a Dolphin fan perspective because whether you're saying good things about Tua or whether you're saying negative things about Tua, I love it that they're talking about our quarterback. You know, when, when our quarterback is is Joey Harrington or our quarterback is Cleo Lemon or our quarterback is John Beck or, or our quarterback is, you know, t- take any take any of the bozo quarterbacks that this team had really for the last 20 years, they're never talking about him. Tua is very polarizing. I love that these shows talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a meaningful team now. The Dolphins are back to being a national team, not a regional team. So I like it when they're talking about Tua. But Tua, he didn't like the things that Ryan Clark was saying. Ryan Clark was coming at him, uh, you know, talking about his body. He looks like he's put on the LBs. And, and, and Tua is then asked about it, right? Tua is then asked about it by local media. And Tua responded. Now, he did it so respectfully, but also in a way that we haven't heard from Tua before. This clearly touched a nerve, but he still did it with respect. He was very respectful, and you know his tone was very balanced. Talked about in our culture and Samoan culture, respect is such a major thing, but we could also get scrappy. And I'd appreciate it if you kept my name out of your mouth. <laughs> and I love this guy. He's so easy to root for, Tua. And you were able to see he was hurt, but also he was pissed. He's done with it. He's tired. And I don't believe that this was really toward Ryan Clark. He's using this one as an example because maybe this was the straw that broke the camel's back. He's talking about everybody when he says, I'd appreciate it if you kept my name out of your mouth. Very respectfully. But this was the tipping point. He's so easy to root for, but for whatever reason, the national media, he's easy to bust on for them. And for the way that I see, I think this is going to be a really good thing for Tua, a really good thing for the Dolphin fan, because this is just another thing for Tua to use his motivation. He has so many different motivating factors from coming into college after the injury, from injuries he has suffered in the NFL, from overcoming Brian Flores doubting him, from overcoming being taken in and out of the lineup, Fitzpatrick or Tua, from the criticism that he gets on national media. He... He's got a major chip on his shoulder. And now it really seems like this is the tipping point. And I love, you know I love when my guys, I love it when the Heat don't get any awards and they're angry and they feel that everybody's out to get them. I love this for Tua. I've never heard him talk like this. And I think it's a good thing. We're now getting a glimpse of a different side of Tua. I think there's a major part of him that is tired of taking these pot shots from the media. And he's letting everybody know about it. And I know Tyreek Hill spoke about it. I love that side of two. I love it. Yeah. This is, this is a, a young player who is continuing to grow. And also a young player who is continuing to develop as a leader. And gaining his voice as leader of the team. That's what you're seeing from Tua. He is continuing to grow, continuing to mature, and he's going to wind up using this as motivation. And the Dolphins marketing team, by the way, if they don't come out with shirts saying, Tua, let's get scrappy, oh, you're missing a major marketing opportunity. You're telling me Dolphin fans don't want to go to the Dolphin team store at Hard Rock Stadium and rock a Tua, let's get scrappy shirt? That, 
That's a no-brainer. Now, maybe I should copyright that. I don't know. I, I got to think about, you now everybody knows you can copyright things. I, I might want to copyright that. We'll see. I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, maybe I want to leave it for the dog. Maybe I don't want to get involved in all the legalese as far as that goes. But if the Dolphins marketing department has a clue, you make shirts that say, Tua says, let's get scrappy. Uh, Everybody wants to wear that. So I loved Tua's response to Ryan Clark. And, uh, you know, on Twitter, Dolphin fans mad. And, you know, look, I think the Dolphin fan has a reputation. Oh, they're they're being too sensitive. All right. I mean, you're constantly talking shit about our quarterback. Now, yesterday, Ryan Clark, you're wondering how he's going to respond to Tua telling him, we can get scrappy, keep my name out of your mouth. So Ryan Clark decides to make a video and post it. Here is the video. It's, a co- it's two minutes long, but I want you to give this a listen. It is worth the time. Yesterday, Tua Tungvaloa had to answer questions about something I said on Monday, something that I truly just felt like was a joke to me. That I've realized as the week has gone on, if this man has to answer questions about it, if so many Miami Dolphins fans are offended by it, then people ain't taking it as a joke. So let me be very clear. If I've offended you too, if I've hurt you, if I've disrespected you, if anybody that supports and loves you feels some sort of way because of what I said, I truly apologize. I had two priorities when I started this job. Number one, Respect the players and the executives and the coaches that make this game run. Number two, it was earn the respect of those very same people and more importantly, keep it. Anything contrary to that, then I got to check myself. Now, don't get me wrong. My ego was involved. When Tua was asked about how he felt about these comments and he said, keep my name out your mouth. Yeah, my first thought is or what? Or he says he's scrappy. I think to myself, man, I fed my family on violence. I ain't tripping on that. But that's the pride that doesn't enable me to see what this dude's going through. The constant criticisms, the constant scrutiny, constantly being questioned, feeling the stress of always having to prove yourself just to show people you can be available. And then you work throughout the entire offseason, which I talked to his trainer and said that man was in there three times a day to build himself up to be healthy. And you got to hear a comment like this. So I get it. I get it because I do want to respect to a tongue I get it because I want his respect too. so to the Miami Dolphins, to head coach Mike McDaniel, who I have a ton of respect for. But most of all, to Tua Tungabaloa and his family, I deeply apologize. I've reached out. I hope to talk to you soon, brother. But just know, I wasn't questioning the way you work. I wasn't questioning how much it mattered to you. It was what I can consider now a bad joke. But for me, it's been a lesson. I'll be better. Thank you. So, I gotta tell you. That is not what I expected. And a very, very impressive response from Ryan Clark. And I like how he was honest there. He told you how my first instinct was, wow, you want to square up? I mean, Ryan Clark's a tough guy. Go back and watch some footage of Ryan Clark playing safety. He'll let you out. And he tells you there, my first, my first thought was, you know, is he trying me? I'll square up. Whatever it was he said there. But then... Just full-on honesty, putting himself in Tua's shoes, understanding where Tua's coming from, and realizing this isn't who I want to be. I don't want to be the guy who the athletes are are taking offense by what they say, especially since he was a former athlete, and then having to be distracted by it because they're getting asked questions about it at their practice, at training, and... That that's not the type of analyst he wants to be. And now look, this is going to wind up serving as a rallying cry for Tua, you know? Especially Tua, let's get scrappy. I told you, Dolphins. But when was the last time 
an athlete responded to criticism and the analyst then apologized, let alone as thoughtful an apology as that one. That's, I'm very impressed with Ryan Clark. So now, now I think, I think most often fans are probably fans of Ryan Clark now at this point. But nonetheless, you have no reason to be upset now. And, and, and now I think you probably have, maybe he was before, I don't know. But now you have Ryan Clark, who's probably going to be out there rooting for Tua. Because Tua will get in touch with him. You heard there, he hadn't gotten in touch with him yet. He probably has by now. Tua's a mensch. Tua's a gentleman. Tua will get back to him. He will. And I'll bet Tua really appreciates. Even though Tua's always ready to get scrappy. I guarantee you Tua really appreciates that response. That apology that he got there from Ryan Clark. Tua and Ryan Clark will wind up sleeping better tonight. If they're not getting good sleep, I know exactly why. They're not sleeping on sheets and giggles. If you're not sleeping on sheets and giggles, I mean, what are you doing? You're waking up every morning. You're uncomfortable. You're achy. You didn't get good sleep. You're tired. You sweat through your, your sheets. That's because you're not using sheets and giggles. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable, more moisture wicking than cotton sheets. You go to sheetsgiggles.com right now. You're never going to shop anywhere else for your sheets ever again. I got the fitted sheet. I got the pillowcases. I have the comforter, favorite comforter ever. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. That's right. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? You can purchase one at sheetsgiggles.com. If you use promo code Zazlo, you get 20% off your first order at Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com. Just like the Zazlo family, you'll never shop anywhere else for your sheets. You'll become one of over 100,000 Americans who sleep on Sheets and Giggles. That's right. Sheetsgiggles.com. Again, sheetsgiggles.com. All right. So, that's one part of the Dolphins. That was big news yesterday. The other part is, is this Jonathan Taylor thing for real? So, I've been telling you for the last couple days that, yeah, the Dolphins will look into it. But I don't think they're going to make any type of real offer. I don't think they're going to seriously consider Jonathan Taylor. They'll look into it. They'll explore it. That's what good front offices do. It's like with the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat explore every opportunity. Doesn't mean they're going to do anything, but they're going to look into it. The Miami Dolphins operate very similarly. And it's so interesting, right, with Chris Greer, because the things that we, the things that I said about Chris Greer over the years, I've done a 180, and that's that's because he's earned it. He's earned it. Now, they're going to look into it, but you're getting reports out there that not only have they looked into it, they've made an offer. Now, apparently the Colts have rejected that offer, which you know is going to happen. That's why the Colts start with asking for a first-round pick, because a team's going to come back and offer something lower, and they're going to reject, and you're going to go from there. No one says, hey, we're willing to trade player X, and then, you know, team Y calls up, makes an offer, you got a deal. No, this is all part of negotiating. They're always going to reject the first offer, but this is... Far enough. And then you're also getting reports that Jonathan Taylor is, he he desperately wants Miami. And then you also remember, yeah, and we talked about this on ESPN Radio a couple days ago, where Jonathan Taylor's agent is Malki Kawa. Malki Kawa also, Malki Kawa is Miami-based. Malki Kawa also represents my guy Yuli Diaz, the fighter, and, and, and his wife, my friend also, WWE's Dana Brooke. He represents them also. That's how I know who he is. Malki Kawa is Jonathan Taylor's agent. Malki Kawa is a Miami guy. He is Miami-based, and he's a huge Miami Dolphins fan. So, yeah, you could see Malki Kawa steering Jonathan Taylor towards the Dolphins. Does that even mean that he convinces Jonathan Taylor maybe even to take a little bit less money to come to the Dolphins? Now, I do believe... That Jonathan Taylor, I do believe he won't ask for an, an, an extravagant contract extension because I think he sees the landscape out there where Jonathan Jacobs didn't get what he wants, Saquon Barkley didn't get what he wants, and 
I'm going to have to ask for a little bit less. If I want to get an, a Dave, Dalvin Cook didn't get what he wants. If I want to get a big contract, and he's only 24 years old, it's not the same as those guys, he's not going to be able to ask for a highest paid running back ever. He's going to have to take a little bit less. Probably a lot a bit less. But does the agent who is Miami-based and a Miami Dolphins fan, Malki Kawa, the fact that his client is Jonathan Taylor, I think is a major benefit, a major plus to getting Jonathan Taylor to accept a deal, a contract that the Miami Dolphins would offer. But here's the problem. It's not one or the other. It's not the Dolphins. Can you offer the Colts what they want for Jonathan Taylor? Or can you offer Jonathan Taylor the deal that he wants? No, you got to get both right. You got to do both. You have to appease the Colts and you have to appease Jonathan Taylor. And that's going to be difficult. That's the really difficult part of it. It's not just one or the other. You got to come through with both. So, not surprising that the Colts have rejected whatever offer the Dolphins gave. But I am surprised that the Dolphins are seriously into this. That they are this serious about adding Jonathan Taylor. I love it. I mean, I don't care about the money. It's not my money. I don't know what draft picks they're going to give up. They don't have any first or next couple of years. I'm not sure they even have a second for the next couple of years. I'm not sure what they're going to be able to give up for Jonathan Taylor. But the fact that they're in it... I mean, what a different world. You're a Dolphin fan these last couple years from what it was the previous 15 or so years. The the Dolphins are a destination. The Dolphins are in the mix for all these deals. It's really cool. It's obviously something to keep an eye on over the next few days. But apparently Jonathan Taylor desperately wants the Dolphins. And the Dolphins are interested enough that they are making offers to the Colts. And my guess would be if you're far enough along to make an offer, if you're actually making an offer to the Colts, my guess would be you have parameters of a potential deal with the running back. Because why come to an agreement with the Colts if you're going to get a disgruntled running back because he doesn't have a new contract? I feel like you make the terms with the running back first, and if you can come to terms, then you work on the compensation with the Colts. So that would sound like the Dolphins and Jonathan Taylor might be you know, close on the same page. So you'll love that if you're a Dolphin fan. It's different for me when it comes to the NBA. I'm so bad when it comes to trading for guys. Because I don't want to give up anything. But in the NFL, it's draft picks. Now, do you also throw in, do you throw them a running back? Maybe you do. I don't, because you have a crowded running back room if you're the Dolphins. Do you throw them Raheem Mostert? Do you trade them Devonna Shane? I don't know. Because if you're getting Jonathan Taylor, that's a workhorse running back. But the money? The hell do I care about the money? So that's super exciting. That's obviously something to keep an eye on. Something else that is super exciting before we get to all the stuff going on with the Miami Heat. Is big game or not a big game? That's right. It is Friday and you're saying to yourself, Zaslow, I got to know. There's so much going on out there. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? Always brought to us here on Fridays by Brunt Insurance. You need homeowner's insurance. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance from Brunt Insurance and Financial Services for about 10 years now. And that's because time and time again, I just re-upped with them last month. That's because time and time again, I continue to get not just the best rates, the most comprehensive coverage, but I don't have to worry about anything. My man Greg Brunt at Brunt Insurance, him and his team, they have the experience and the expertise to know all the coverage I need here where I own my home. So if you're a homeowner, you don't have homeowner's insurance yet, or if you don't like the rate, you're being charged up the wazoo, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com, and not just homeowner's insurance, car, boat, motorcycle, most affordable care and the best coverage out there. You're making the right call. 954-589-2204. Brunt Insurance has you covered all over the state of Florida. They have offices all through the state, so you could be calling from Pensacola or all the way south down to the Keys and beyond. Brunt Insurance knows your area. 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to big game or not a big game. First up, tonight, 6.40 p.m., 
Bally Sports Florida. Washington Nationals, they suck at your Miami Marlins. Now, the Marlins are coming back here off of a, 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 a terrible West Coast trip, 2-4. and four. They lost the series to the Dodgers. They lost the series to the Padres. And now the Marlins find themselves, they're just two games above 500, and they're two games back of the final wildcard spot. This is the worst position they've been in, really, I mean, in months. They're sixth of the six teams fighting for three wildcard spots. And they're two back of Arizona, who is sitting number three right now. So the Marlins taking on a dreadful Nationals team, who is 10 games under 500. Look, let's be honest here. You got to sweep them. Braxton Garrett's on the mound tonight. The Marlins need a sweep of the Nationals. Nationals at Marlins, that's a big game. Yes, that's right. You didn't know I was going to go that way. All right. Tonight, 8 p.m., Fox, WWE SmackDown. I told you, not only are you going to get the 10-bell salute at the start of the show for Terry Funk, but you're likely going to get a, a completely scrapped show as to what they were going to have tonight on television on Fox for WWE SmackDown as with Bray Wyatt passing away yesterday, I believe they're going to do just a night full of dedication to Bray Wyatt and a night full of matches with clean finishes. Just let's put on a nice show for the television audience and for those in attendance. It's going to be really sad. It's going to be one of those nights where all the superstars are on the stage before the show starts as they're they're doing the 10-bell salute for both Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Tonight's WWE SmackDown, I, I think it's can't miss. I'm looking forward to what they have in store tonight. WWE SmackDown tonight, which will likely be a tribute to Bray Wyatt. That's a big game. Saturday, 2.30 p.m., NBC, college football week Zero. It's Navy, the midshipmen, against Notre Dame Fighting Irish live from Dublin, Ireland. Notre Dame, Navy. Not a big game. That's not a big game. Notre Dame's going to kill them. This is not a big game. Saturday, 7 p.m., CBS. Miami Dolphins. Jacksonville Jaguars preseason week three. Are we going to see a little of Trevor Lawrence? Probably not. Are we going to see a little of Tua Tonga-Vailoa? Probably so. What other starters are going to get some time for the Dolphins? You got guys who are one final opportunity to fight for jobs. Dolphins at Jaguars. As long as no one gets hurt, that's not a big game. Preseason football is not a big game. Dolphins at Jaguars, let's get through it unscathed. Not a big game. All right. Saturday night, 7.30, Apple Plus, Inter-Miami, the best soccer team in the land, Lionel Messi, at the New York Red Bulls. So, Inter-Miami, finally playing an MLS regular season game tomorrow night. It's on the road. Lionel Messi, how much is he going to play? Their schedule has been brutal. They played in the semifinal of the U.S. Open a few days ago. They play again on Wednesday next week, another MLS game. But this is the first MLS game for Messi. I would imagine he's going to play. Is he going to play the whole game? I don't know. Hopefully they're in a position where he doesn't have to play the whole game. And as far as the standings go, this is it. I'm so curious if they can actually run through these final 12 games and get to a playoff spot. They're 20 points behind the seventh and final playoff spot. Their last place in all of MLS. The New York City Red New York Red Bulls, they're not great either. They have 29 points. They're also on the outside looking in. But it all starts tomorrow. This push for the MLS Cup and if they can make the playoffs. Inter Miami at New York Red Bulls. That's a big game. You know it. Finally, I got one more for you here. Sunday, 1 p.m., pay-per-view. The What's being billed as the biggest wrestling show ever. 85,000 tickets sold. London's Wembley Stadium. AEW 
all in the main event for the AEW World Title. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, top Jew, against Adam Cole. Are we going to get the swerve? Does MJF turn on Cole? Does Cole turn on MJF, which is what I think happens? MJF's in the middle of a babyface run, and I don't think they're abandoning it just yet. I think Adam Cole turns on MJF. AEW All-In, Sunday at 1 p.m. That's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. All right, awesome job there, everybody. So, you know you know, we'll tell you the big movies coming up, all right? Don't anybody get crazy just yet. But we got to get to some NBA here. And there is some news that pertains to the Heat. Now, let's do the Damian Lillard part first. So Damian Lillard finally had that sit-down. He sat down with uh, ESPN, uh, is it ESPN? Yeah, ESPN and Scapes, Mark Spears. Everybody knows he's one of the, the top NBA reporters out there, all right? So Damian Lillard, he finally sat down. He went through a little bit about what's going on. Now, before we give some of the details here, I want to remind everybody, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. If you're looking to try something new this weekend, or just take my word for it, that Johnny Cuba is the most delicious beer out there, European roots with that Caribbean soul. It's a refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. I love when you take a picture, your first pour of that, Johnny. I'm an influencer on Instagram, so then I post it on my story. You become famous. I make lots of money. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba is so happy about that. So send me some pictures. Send me some videos of you trying your very first Johnny Cuba. Remember, always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. So Damian Lillard, here's the money clip. Here's the clip that all of us are, you know, are, are, are checking out now. When Damian Lillard is asked about his trade request with the Portland Trailblazers. The straw that brought you uncertainty um, about the future of the Blazers franchise? I'm not going, I'm not going to speak on the Blazers. It's a lot of, a lot of love and respect, but I don't, you know, I won't speak on the Blazers. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Um, is to the Miami Heat. Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there, there was, and I would just prefer not to speak on the Trailblazers. All right, so I, I got to, first of all, that doesn't sound like a guy who's going to go to Blazers camp and put on a good face. Now, is Damian Lillard going to sit out like he's going to do the Ben Simmons deal where he refuses to play? No, absolutely not. But that right there, like if you give a shit at all, if you're the Portland Trailblazers and you give a shit at all about this guy, who has given you everything for the past 11 years, that is not a guy who is going to put on a good face and be any kind of content. He'll show up. He'll go to training camp. He'll play with you at the start of the season if you haven't made a trade for him. But what are you doing? That is a guy who's going to be very, very unhappy if he has to show up for Blazers camp. I also like that he doesn't want this situation to be ugly. You see what's going on with Harden, and I now if he if he made the type of mess that Harden's making, would it expedite the deal? Maybe, but I like that we're not going to do that. I want to go about things the right way, if there is a right way. I want Lillard to go about things the right way, if there is a right way. I don't want him starting a mess. I want the Blazers to do right by a guy who apparently they promised they were going to do right by, and that is trade him to the Miami Heat. And I know I'm a hypocrite when it comes to this stuff because it's going to benefit my team. But I, I like that he is not making a stink about it. Let's work it out behind the scenes. Let's all be gentlemen here. Let's be professionals. And let's get something done. Because as it sees, as it looks right now, it's the Blazers. If they're actually refusing to talk to the Miami Heat, it's the Blazers who are unprofessional, not Damian Lillard. So I like that he doesn't want to be ugly. Now, the other news. If the Miami Heat cannot come up with a deal for Damian Lillard, they are going to wait for Giannis Antetokounmpo. They already tried Giannis once. 
and he re-signed in 2020 with the Bucks and won the title that year in 2021. If the Heat cannot get this deal done for Lillard, they're keeping all those pieces and they're waiting for Giannis. So Giannis, and here's the direct quote for him yesterday. Giannis, I, I think it was talking to the New York Times. Hold on, let me pull it up here. I want to make sure I get the quote right. Everyone wants to be accurate, all right? Quote, I would not be the best for... This is the last year of his contract in Milwaukee, and he's eligible to sign an extension right now before, like, October something. Quote, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. That, that's a heavy statement there from Giannis. And if the Heat cannot land Damian Lillard. Now, I don't believe the Heat are going to pivot in this direction. Instead of, you got Damian Lillard, who wants to come to the Heat right now. Giannis, you don't know what he wants. The Heat aren't going to pivot right now. But if they don't get Lillard, they will pivot and wait for Giannis. Now, here's the thing. So let's figure out this Giannis situation. This is not a bad thing for the Bucs, which just took place. It's scary for the Bucs. It's scary for the Bucs, fam. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. Giannis just... He didn't say I'm not... It wasn't like Paul George telling the Pacers, I'm not going to re-sign. And then they, and then they traded him to Oklahoma City. Great trade. DeMontis Sabonis, Victor Oladipo. Great trade. Giannis is actually telling the Bucs what they need to do. He's doing them a favor. He's doing them a favor by telling them exactly what he needs to be done in order for him to sign an extension or in order for him to just re-sign after this year. Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, they should just trade him. He already won them a championship. Can you risk losing him for nothing? He already came through for you. So is it worth taking that championship and saying we can't let him leave for nothing let's trade him we'll get a monster package in return which in theory you would get a monster package in return but there's no way you could even consider trading him if you're Milwaukee and I'll tell you why it's not because he's Giannis and it's like no you can't trade Giannis it's it's worth waiting it's worth keeping it's worth waiting to potentially keep him the risk is worth the reward You're risking losing him in order to keep him. It's not because he's Giannis that you can't trade him. If it were that simple, then you actually could trade him. You can't trade him because the team that's trading for him has zero assurances that they can re-sign him. They have zero assurances they can re-sign him any better than Milwaukee does. Whatever team would trade for Giannis, let's say right now, they're in no different, maybe worse off, a situation than Milwaukee currently is. You know he's going to give Milwaukee the benefit of the doubt in any situation, and he just straight up put them on notice. It would be the same thing for any team that trades him. And see, this is where the salary cap actually hurts the NBA. This is where the salary cap is a bad thing for the NBA, because If there was no cap, you would be able to trade for Giannis right now. And then to make sure you keep him, you offer him a crazy deal that he can't refuse just to keep him. Giannis, we're going to re-sign you. Uh, Five years, a billion dollars. All right, I'm not passing that up. It's too much money. But you can't do that. Everything is equal. Every team has the same opportunity financially. I know the Bucks can pay him a little bit more than everybody else because that's the team he's currently on and they have his bird rights. But all in all, it's all equal. There's a cap. There's a max individual contract. And there's no advantage for the team to trade him because they're going to make him an offer they can't refuse, that he can't refuse. When all is equal, financially, you cannot risk trading for him. And I actually don't believe... It'd be the craziest thing for Milwaukee to deal him if they really felt that he would leave. I don't think it would be the craziest thing because you did win a championship. (coughs) You're like, you got, it wasn't like when LeBron 
maybe he was going to leave, although he didn't say anything like this, but maybe he was going to leave in 2010 Cleveland. Cleveland, the risk was worth the reward because you never won with LeBron. Like, you never got the payoff. So you got to risk that you would lose him, which of course they did. Milwaukee, they've already gotten the payoff. But here's the truth of the matter. They're not trading him, and they're also not losing him. See, let's say they don't do the things that would appease him. So he gets to free agency, and he's going to leave. Well, teams that are in contention to win, teams that fit the bill for what he's looking for, don't ever have salary cap space. They certainly don't ever have salary cap space to sign a player of his caliber. All the good teams, the teams you would want to play on, their finances are all tied up in their good players. Like, for instance, this come next offseason, the Heat would not be able to afford signing Giannis. They don't have the salary cap space. Contending teams don't have salary cap space to sign a player like Giannis. Okay, so how about a sign and trade? That can happen. Of course that could happen. Well, if Giannis is set on playing for a contender, then the team he would want to go to and do a sign and trade, that team would be gutted after trading for him. They'd have to trade a bunch of draft picks and at least one, probably a couple of, of, of really, really good players. We're not talking about trading Tyler Hero for Damian Lillard, who's 33 years old. No, like Milwaukee would want Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero for Giannis. And let's say the Heat would be willing to do that. Giannis may then look at the Heat. All right, well, Jimmy Butler's going to retire in a few years. Tyler's gone. Bam's gone. What am I doing here? I, I don't want to sign and trade with you, Miami. So anywhere that he would get signed and traded to would be gutted to acquire him. Any team that he would want to sign with If they have salary cap space, it's because they're a terrible team anyway. He's not going anywhere. So I think if anything, he did a good thing for Milwaukee. He put them on notice. They're going to make sure they do everything they can to appease him. And either way, he's not going anywhere. All right. Now I know you're saying to yourself, Zaslow, it's the weekend. I want to have some family time. I got to know. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie? Every Friday we tell you what's coming out in theaters. Or maybe what's been in the theaters and we just haven't been able to get around to. This movie is called Retribution. It is rated R. It is out in theaters today. It's got some language. It's got violence. It's an action film. It stars... Liam Neeson, killing it at 71 years old. Top action star. Here's what it's about. Liam Neeson stars in Retribution, an immersive, ticking clock thriller that straps audiences in for a high-octane ride of redemption and revenge. When a mysterious caller puts a bomb under his car seat, Matt Turner begins a high-speed chase across the city to complete a specific series of tasks. With his kids trapped in the backseat and a bomb that will explode if they get out of the car, a normal commute becomes a twisted game of life or death as Matt follows the stranger's increasingly dangerous instructions in a race against time to save his family. This sounds like a mix between speed and die hard with a vengeance. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 27%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 67%. Retribution, that's a big movie. You know that the critics aren't going to rank Liam Neeson movies high because they're all the same. They're, you don't have to think very hard. You get in, you get out, you know what to expect, you have a good time. Retribution, that's a big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This is called Bottoms. It is out in theaters today. It's rated R. It's got crude sexual content. It's got some violence. It's got pervasive language. It's a comedy. It is out in theaters today. It stars Rachel Sennett, 
Ayo Edibiri, who is in The Bear. Love her. Havana Rose Lou and Katie Gerber. Bottoms, a refreshingly unique raunchy comedy, focuses on two girls, PJ and Josie, who start a fight club as a way to lose their virginities to cheerleaders. Their bizarre plan works. The fight club gains traction, and soon the most popular girls in school are beating each other up in the name of self-defense. But PJ and Josie find themselves in over their heads and in need of a way out before their plan is exposed. Bottoms, Rotten Tomatoes media score, certified fresh 99%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 100%. Bottoms, that's a big movie. That sounds fun. This one is called You Are So Not Invited to My Bot Mitzvah. It is rated PG-13. It has brief teen drinking, strong violence, and some crude and suggestive material. It's a comedy. It's out on Netflix today. It's a Happy Madison production. It's Adam Sandler. It stars Edina Menzel and Adam Sandler and Jackie Sandler and his daughters, Sadie Sandler and Sonny Sandler. Here's what it's about. Stacy and Lydia are BFFs who've always dreamed about having epic bat mitzvahs. However, things start to go comically awry when a popular boy and middle school drama threatens their friendship and their rite of passage. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 93%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 71%. You are so not invited to find bat mitzvah. That's a big movie. And that right there is another edition. A big movie or not a big movie. Yes, we got some stuff out there. We got big games. We got not big games. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. Are you dealing with water, mold, fire damage in your home, and your business? Is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Let Water Cleanup of Florida figure that out for you. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. When an unexpected damage occurs, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact, the stress any disaster may cause, and they're going to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Aaron Rodgers, he is making his preseason debut tomorrow night for the New York Jets. He hasn't played in the preseason in five years. The Jets offensive line has struggled. What is Aaron Rodgers going to look like in actual game action? That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So last night you had a pair of NFL preseason games. Week number three, four teams finished their preseason schedule last night. Well, Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they kicked the shit out of Atlanta 24-0. Kenny Pickett balled out again. Four for four last night, 86 yards. He might be a starting fantasy quarterback. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Also last night, the Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson, the rookie, he played last night. Two or three preseason games he played in. He is their starter. They played against the Eagles. He was 6 of 17, 78 yards through the air, five rushes, and 38 yards. He is a major threat on the ground. Anthony Richardson's performance last night? I'm going not a big deal. I think he's going to struggle. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. There will be some highlight reel plays. But last night against the Eagles, twos and threes, not a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Last night, Thursday night football in Indianapolis. How about Pat McAfee? He invaded the Thursday night football prime booth, Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels. The old come kick. Here. Come on over here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he's in. Yeah, dude, here you go. a great half. It's been a blast. I've only been able to see about 75% of the game in the corner of the booth, but it is an honor to watch you guys work. And Anthony Richardson's going to lead us to a Super Bowl. There you go. There you go. Perfect. You heard it here That first. sums up the first half right there. I'm going big deal. He loves the Colts. He loves football. He's also one of my co-workers because he's ESPN now. That's right. Me and Pat McAfee, we're co-workers. Who saw that coming? I'm going big deal. And that right there is another addition, courtesy 
of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. We did it, everybody. It's Friday. We're getting through the week. Now, make sure you're listening to me today. Check what time it is right now. I know you're listening to this in the future. If it's between 3 and 7 p.m., I'm hosting Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio today, 3 to 7 p.m. Come tune in, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, ESPN Sirius XM, channel 80. You can check me out there. And, of course, on the weekend, tomorrow night, Saturday night, ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m., I'm hosting primetime. Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m., I'm also hosting primetime. So I'm looking forward to having you guys tune in as I'm repping 305 till I die on ESPN Radio. Know it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us this week. Thanks, everybody, for putting together a great show today and every day this week, like always. I I can't do without your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means.